0: what's going on guys welcome to the magical bro transformation podcast uh regular episode number 73 today me your host nuni is joined by my usual magical bro hosts uh gonna be doing a thing on twitch probably moving to youtube more than likely uh but i still wanted to put up a test stream And if you're watching the stream, to my left is going to be my boy Mike. And to my right is going to be, uh, the man of the hour, uh, Mr. Businessman himself, who I don't think he's seen his, his icon yet. And no, I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it'll be, it'll be great. Juan, you'll love it. It's going to be great. Yeah. You can just tune, you can tune into the stream and you can look at it and see yourself in all your beauty. Mm. You yeah. didn't put
1: a lot of effort into this, so please don't bully him.
0: <laughs> I, I put effort into it. Um, a lot is a big word. A lot, a lot is a lot of praise. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, but we'll see what Juan thinks. But mm. if you're new to the podcast, uh, we talk about everything. We're gonna spoil everything. So if you haven't watched the talking no video, uh, I'd recommend. I mean, it's not for everybody. I'll say that for sure. I mean, um, it's
1: definitely not your typical like uh, Otaku no video. It doesn't really seem like something most people, even anime fans, would go out of their way to watch. Honestly,
0: yeah, even though it's uh, jam packed full of all your favorite. I mean, maybe like I'm curious as to to like to talk to an older anime fan to see how this was back in the day, uh, because it's fucking jam packed with all these you know older anime references and, and yeah. you know um even tokusatsu stuff
1: yeah they um they were pretty big on like where they got all their influences and stuff
0: yeah and uh so had it, had either of you ever heard of a to video before i had briefly heard
1: of it discussed by some people that i used to talk to a lot actually all the way back to in high school i remember people discussing it um they In were friends of my uncle who was, oh, okay. like, super into anime. So, like, I heard through them because they were, like, uh, relatives or, like, um, you know, acquaintances of my uncle at the time and stuff. So it was just, like, one of those things that I remember them discussing, Yeah, like, long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. I just never really got around to watching it or anything.
0: And I, when I heard about it, Back in the day, I wanted to watch it, but I also had no idea what it was about. I just know, like, it had something to do with, uh, you know, otaku culture and things like that, but yeah, never went out of my way to, like, read a synopsis or anything, um, just because I like to go into things blind. Mm-hmm. And after I watched it, man, this was nothing like, like what I expected it to be. Yeah,
1: this is uh, this is like I said, it's not your typical show. Like it's um, it's it's a I guess it falls under the mockumentary uh, like um, category. Yeah, it, it's shot in a in a way that it's it comes off as like a documentary about like otaku culture and uh, and also just like this like you know this little story about this guy trying to take over the um the otaku world and stuff or the the world he's gonna
0: become the The otaku king King.
1: yes the otaku king he like his whole thing is like that he wants to make uh otaku culture and like anime and stuff uh, mainstream which is so funny like you know now in the
0: world that we live in now in the world
1: that we're currently living in and (laughs) stuff but like to, to to go on with that it's um it's a, it's a neat little time capsule and I really like it because like it's shot in, it's got different documentary style shootings in which um so like it, it it's a uh, it's basically two different things and so it's yeah. like it's the story of this guy going you know on his like, his climb to become the otaku king and his yeah. journey of becoming you know being converted from a sporty guy to a to, to a fucking, a fucking a filthy, filthy anime watching otaku Yeah <laughs> and um and then also it's these um people being interviewed um like one by one and it, it's just like these older like folks and stuff and it, it's asking them like uh just like questions kind of like poking at them and stuff and it's how like they, a lot of them no longer associate with, like, becoming they, an anime fan or they like are having ashamed. liked anime. They're ashamed of, like, you know, how they used to act and stuff back in college and things. Because everyone in this in the in the anime section of it are, like, college students. And, like, they joined the anime club. And that's still a tradition to this day in Japan and everything. Like, yeah. people are still big on that. And, I mean, we even have that here in the US going as early as, like, in high school. But colleges definitely still have the, like, the the anime clubs and stuff. But yeah. nowhere near to the degree of passion that, like, in Japan in they Japan. have. I mean, I feel
0: yeah. like, I, just like in every other anime you ever watch, clubs and in Japan seem to be a much bigger thing than they are. Yeah, here they go, they in go hard
1: on the clubs, but I think it's because like as a society they like encourage them to join like extracurricular activities. Yeah. It's just that like, you know, they wind up joining the anime club and they go a little bit too crazy with them. But like it, it's a it's a neat uh like um contradiction because it's like so the whole thing about uh, anime is that like always and forever, even to this day, people will always preach about how like anime is all about inclusion and how like, you know, everyone's a big family and we all get along and and all this oh. other stuff. But then but then you go to the um, then then you look to the side of the people being interviewed and all of them are ashamed and they don't want to associate with these people and they don't. Like they, they uh um, not an otaku. They're like I'm not, not an otaku anymore. despite being given proof or I never cosplayed or I don't want to <laughs> be associated with those disgusting weeaboos or anything like that. And it's it's always the same shit. It's it's this big like uh contradiction in the anime community, and it's always been that way. Even in Japan it's had this issue and it's it's fun seeing that like um that divide more or less.
0: Yeah. I mean I feel like it's a lot different now with Uh, Oh well, definitely uh, because anime is pop culture now. now.
1: Yeah, anime is pop culture, so everyone's like, "Oh yeah, I love anime," even though they've seen like one, you know, or they're like, "I've always loved anime," and they they've only seen like one or two shows, and then they just leave it at that, and they never move forward from there, which is fine. But I mean, do do you need to do you need to feel included that badly that you're like, "Yeah, I'm."
0: Yes, Still uh, it. The, These poor teenagers, Mike. You don't understand. <laughs> Being left out is the worst.
1: It's not even just teenagers. It's like early 20-somethings nowadays, yeah. too. The, the the fucking... The people with walls of pop figures and shit, they're just like, oh, yes, I I love the animes.
0: Yeah. I do. <laughs> and there was a I scene just... early on that kind of just in, uh, encapsulates a group that, that um, the main character Kubo joins where... Mm. You know he he's hanging out with his friends. He's this is before he fell into the the rabbit hole that is you know anime culture, mm-hmm. and he get he has to go home because he has a tennis match early and all you know whatever, and he gets into the elevator, and the elevator stops one one floor under him, and then you know all the the group that would become his friends, and uh, later on business partners, and then you know galactic space pirates later on. Uh, you know, they get on the elevator and they're talking about a convention that they went to. And they're mm-hmm. talking about people that cosplayed that you know they don't even watch this stuff they're just doing it you know they they've only ever watched like one show when they're they're calling themselves you know basically
1: oh yeah and these people are shitting on them they're yeah. just like oh, man that, they they didn't know anything about any of that stuff and they're yeah. like yeah and they're just ragging up much like just now and it's just that's just it's just what it is like it's it's
0: just, it, it, it is it it is what it what is it is. <laughs> it is what it is
1: like it's it's just how you are I can't help it and that's just how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> we have the 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 snobby people. I mean, you've seen them at. An- I I try to like meter myself, but there's always those like really bad bunch like uh uh there, there was an incident at a con we had a while back where um this guy came in to there there was people watching Common Rider in uh in a room and this guy came into the room as people were watching it and he brought I'm assuming his girlfriend, I'm not entirely sure. He was a bit loud and a little obnoxious, but like he didn't really know anything. He he didn't he just wanted to like I guess kind of figure out what's going on or something.
0: Yeah.
1: Um he, he I guess he was like one of those people that were trying to get into stuff and it's like they're the the, the normies if you will. Like he's just <laughs> he's just trying to understand these things. He wants to know what's going he, on. He wants to know and he doesn't really know how to like interact with these people cuz they're just sitting there quietly watching it or whatever. And so he's he's trying to be a little he ends up being a little loud and saying some stupid questions or asking some stupid questions and, and, uh, they end up, uh, well, one of the guys ends up spurging out on him and you know, <laughs> basically asked him to leave. And, and it's just like, it's an embarrassing situation overall. And it's like, I can understand yeah, both, both points of view. Yeah. I can understand both points of view. Like you feel like this guy's basically making fun of you. And I, I also understand that this guy also just wanted to, you know, what it was all about and maybe get into it or something and then now because of this experience he's He's never going to like look back to it like he's never going to deal with that again and it's just i mean that's just how it is that's how it's always been it's like if people are unable to like fix that situation and i don't have a remedy for that it's just that it is the way of the world (laughs) it's the way of the it's the way of the things go and it's just so funny seeing that like it's it, it was like that then, and it's like it now. You, even though it's mainstream, which was the the supposed goal of all anime fans for decades, it, it's yeah. still the same way with people gatekeeping, and it's just we we can't you know us as a as a community at large as cannot help ourselves. As a people, we cannot help ourselves.
0: Yeah, we we're, we're we're just attracted to drama. But yeah.
1: <laughs> It's, and, an, uh, it's a necessity to, to, I guess, feel elite over other people. And I, I, I think I you. think it, it it's like, I mean, that's how a lot of people are in general. But I also feel like it stems from just like years of anime being a stigma for so many of like the older, like the older fans and everything. Yeah. So like I understand when some of them get like pissed about this sorts of thing because it's like, you know, they're they're I mean, growing up, at least for me, uh, I didn't have I mean, I didn't watch a lot of anime as a kid. Uh, or too much of it um, as a kid, other than, like, the usual stuff that played on, like, tsunami and things. So I didn't really deal with it, but I knew plenty of people who were super into it, or even ones that were, like, in high school when my uncle was around. And those people definitely got bullied for that sort of shit. Mm. And e- even as I was getting older and I started getting into anime for a while, like, there was still that stigma around it where everyone thought you were just a fucking weirdo for, like, just having ever watched any of it seriously. Oh, yeah, yeah,
0: definitely and even so, to this day there is still a little bit of that even though it's uh you know way more, more popular, popular. Now. yeah
1: yeah there's still a bit of it not, not not nearly as much but there's definitely it's still there
0: yeah people won't, when you're when you're sitting on your ass waiting to get into to watch the movie people won't go out of their you know a drunk guy won't go out of his way to to <laughs> look at you and snarkily say what are you some kind of fucking weirdo he'll uh, he'll just give you a bad look instead uh,
1: he'll still stay quiet, but he'll think bad of you. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, you know, you gotta you gotta put up with that. He can't say anything anymore because people will dogpile the shit out of him. Yeah, but, but he will look at you funny.
0: Yeah, all the Dragon Ball Z fans, they're uh, they're they're gonna get all buffed up, and they're gonna be like, "Hey, I want to fight just like Goku." And <laughs> you know, all, you don't know who's gonna be there. I mean, he could be a UFC fighter who who has a tattoo of you know his favorite avatar character on him. Or he could be that you know all those football players doing those YouTube videos, uh, you know, ninja running and stuff.
1: Yeah, like there's a it's I I guess because that that is one good thing about anime becoming mainstream, where it's like now people are more the people who usually kept quiet about it for the most part are now very vocal
0: yeah and it's always fun (laughs)
1: sometimes overly vocal yeah but it's it's still a fun thing to see like when you see some some guy you like or something from like from some show or or from just like sports or news or anything really and then suddenly they're talking about their favorite anime or their fucking waifu and you're like this is a strange world we live in
0: (laughs) they they come out uh swinging their dakimakuras at you yep (laughs) and Another thing that I, I liked that they did, well, one with the show and two with the character profiles is that they didn't just focus on, I mean, I, I'm sure it was a lot different back in the day um, mm. because, you know, in the early 90s, late 80s, especially from what I've heard here in America, um, the sci-fi community, you know, there there wasn't a lot of like ultra niche back then it was all you know all sci-fi stuff and anime and mecha tokusatsu stuff it was all one one niche basically like you'd go to a convention back then and there'd be you know stuff about star wars and anime stuff in there mm-hmm. and then you'd you'd get your your godzilla stuff there also plus you know whatever novel you were reading at that time whereas now 're dedicated conventions, and if you ever go to like a sci fi convention it's you might find some anime there, but it's probably gonna be you know the older stuff that used to be stuff in space and if you ever go to an anime convention now if I don't know if if you find some star Wars thing I don't know that's it's kind of weird because it's just become such a niche thing, but uh you know. They were doing um, interviews of yeah, just and they, all were, these they were
1: showing the overlap between yeah, like different communities and of stuff. all the otaku's
0: from the like the military gandotakus. people to you know the guy that likes tokusatsu and special effects stuff, uh, anime people, uh, <laughs> lollicons, and yeah. well, basically they they ran the whole gambit and then went out of their way to a, from what i understand mostly interview uh gynax employees and yeah <laughs>
1: all the people were i de- yeah, they, they were just taking the shit out like taking yeah. the piss like all the people they were interviewed they they purposely made it like seem depressing or whatever but every one of those people was actually a gynax employee that they were just fucking with
0: yeah and uh it's, it's so funny how most of the people there i you know i when they were interviewing them or like when they showed up in the show I was like that's you know that's kind of like you know Mondo or that's kind of like Sergio that's kind of <laughs> like me hey that's a little bit of Juan and and then that's when I realized oh no this this is us we are them <laughs> we're, we're this group we're recursing we're-
2: come after me i laugh at you with apathy, emphatically reality duality a masterpiece emphatically and what i do my energy my entropy so blatantly it's me tells me i'm you times you but catch you. see it's what i do a casualty you'll turn into but why can't i just stop this loud incongruous song or rhapsody the blasphemy happily makes travesty depravity derived from tragedy why can't i just stop this loud incongruous song or rhapsody the blasphemy happily makes travesty depravity derived from tragedy yeah it's a very
1: yeah because like the what the um yeah, the surveys were going for basically was that there's all these like niche communities But a lot of the time um, It's a very low percentage of a chance that you'll find someone that has overlap. So basically it's like uh They were like, oh, we're looking at the military otakus and stuff and it was like only like a um Like a 15% I believe chance of uh, them actually liking anime because the vast majority of them don't like anime whatsoever. Yeah, So, and and like it it was the same for like several other niches and stuff. Like it's such a low percentage of people that are actually into it. And then with cosplaying, it was only, I believe, a 1% uh, or 10%. I believe it was only a 10% crossover of people that cosplay uh, or people that watch anime and also happen to cosplay. Yeah. But the cosplay community is also very fervent about it.
2: Yeah, yeah cuz when they cosplay they cosplay. Yeah,
1: yeah. when they cosplay they're going to go all out and uh it's also like a I think it was like an 80% chance that whoever cosplays at least once will continue to do it.
0: Yeah. Is this is this true Juan? Is this true? Hey I only uh, did it twice <laughs> <laughs> no
1: it's what? just like a i mean it's just it's just one of those things but yeah like it, it was neat seeing those because it's like some of the stuff was actual factual stuff and it, it like the the demographics and stuff so because like mm. they were trying to show that like this this group of people that wound up at uh Gainax and stuff they were a very like diverse group and stuff and it's like they all liked anime but it was such a low chance of all of them ever actually having cross paths basically yeah like they just ended up finding, you know, common ground amongst each other and liking it and stuff, but like it's that's not really the the common thing. It's uh it just it just happened that way. It just that happened
0: way. that way. Yeah. And uh along with the you know, the character profiles and stuff, the story that they were telling um throughout the throughout the show, mm-hmm. I didn't think would get as grand grandiose as it did. Yeah, uh, it certainly
1: did in the second half.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was I wasn't expecting that at all uh when they first started telling the story of the main character getting into you know diving in head first into otaku culture and mm-hmm. getting you know just being told hey watch this do that learn about this i
1: honestly thought it was gonna be a super grounded thing of how they ended up founding gainax i didn't think it was gonna be a crash course in in like otaku culture and then and then going off the rails
0: yeah and um Man, did it go off the rails? It went, uh, in a good way though, in my opinion. Uh, but yeah, I, I also didn't think that this would also be kind of a short summary of how Gynax was funded or founded. Yeah, but also, it,
1: it has like the elements in it. It's just it's it's a very odd <laughs> show yeah, it's, it's,
0: a, it's a different kind of you know it's, it's you, things were obviously changed. Um, yeah. yeah. when they were doing the uh selling those garage kits for i honestly was
1: super surprised when they brought up garage kits i I didn't think they were gonna actually touch on that because that's such even to this day it's such a niche thing and it was just funny seeing them bring that up like oh yes one day garage kits will be very (laughs) popular i was like no i'm sorry to tell you from the future they're not very popular but man do i uh, really appreciate like the the work that goes into garage kits like it's so much dedication it requires to like build them and stuff and then and then they're expensive as fuck for them to like uh, like to just to buy them and then you gotta like set them up yourself. But man, I have seen some really nice garage kits done like over the years. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And uh I also didn't know that Gynex actually went you know, when it was making its first animation or a little bit after it's the first movie that they did. Uh, uh they were actually selling garage you know doing the things that they yeah were doing i, I was
1: wondering if that was serious or not and then and then i I looked into it and it was like yeah they were they were doing garage they, actually kits did for that. A while.
0: they were doing garage kits and like um i don't know if they were visual novels at the time it, I, I think on the wikipedia it just said you know computer games or something mm-hmm. you know lewd computer games or whatever Adult i mean they did games. touch
1: on that multiple times like with the the, the point and click thing
0: yeah and
1: the uh the guy i'm actually i think that's an snes game that uh that dude was that playing that guy was playing
0: maybe yeah i'm and pretty
1: sure that was an snes game
0: that that you had on your on your computer when you downloaded those uh thousand when i ROMs. downloaded the,
1: the the thousand roms and i was like what the fuck is this thing and then it loaded up and it just shows you a girl in lingerie and i was like oh this is probably one of those like uh half-hearted strip teases and i was like no she gets completely naked okay oh, i see <laughs> <laughs> oh, i see that was proven wrong you proved me wrong
0: yeah and uh but yeah like like I said I didn't think it would go where it did especially <laughs> into the future past uh when this show was even made mm-hmm. uh like the show was made in 1991 and I expected they it they went all the way to 2036 they went, all, they went all the way to 2036 into the future mm-hmm. into our flooded Jap- Japanese earth
1: post apocalyptic <laughs> future yes
0: Yeah and uh I like that in between the uh, profile pieces and the little story, they had uh, like actual events that happened at the time of the. Oh yeah, like the it would year do that the, the story, story would take thing place.
1: where it would like show off stuff that happened. Yeah, like like, actu- like actual events
0: and-, and and you know maybe it would go from hey this movie came out this year to um, this ship's... Uh, sunk and thirty people died. And yeah,
1: and then other times it'd be like uh, this was a political scandal. People went to jail. Yeah,
0: it it like I like that it had that there because when they went past nineteen ninety one, they just started making up shit. And yeah, was like they're, just,
1: they're they just, just saying whatever the fuck they wanted to. <laughs> yeah, and it was, it was nice. I I I like that. Yeah, they remained dedicated to the uh, to the bit.
0: Yeah, it's also kind of nuts that (laughs) the fucking how the relationship just went full circle. Uh, You know, how he was apparently dating that girl. It didn't, like, to me it didn't seem like they were dating. I just assumed that they were friends.
1: He did say they were dating because that guy, uh, Tanaka asked him at some point. Yeah, he asked him at some point. He asked him, are you still with that girl? And he's like, uh, not really lately. So it's like, they were together, just not I guess not, not so much taking a break as, like, things were slowing down. Yeah. But, like, he had already been losing interest in her, so I honestly thought he was going to get with the cute cosplaying girl because I seemed pretty also. fucking thirsty for him throughout the series. Yeah. And he was just like, nah, I'm good. And I was like, damn, dude, why you got to be a normal person? Why, <laughs> why you got to be like every other person who has some girl throwing, a, throwing herself at him? And he's just like, nah, I'm going to no, go for that you. other girl. And, uh, and then even then at the end when uh when they have to rebuild after he gets fucked over by his ex by his yeah um, yeah when when he with that other girl the new one the the mangaka Duh. girl I was like I when she came through the doors at first I was like is it fucking the cosplay girl again and they're like nah no. it's, it's a new it was the other girl I was like why I was like the cosplay girl was fine it was great and you just. <laughs> You just you, continue to... have her in her. the palm
0: of your hands. And Literally. Just, <laughs> and
1: she kept wanting to do a couple cosplay thing with him. And then she, he was like, nah, I'm I was like son of a bitch. Son <laughs> and, of a bitch.
0: Another thing that I liked about the show is that it didn't focus on high school life. I mean, you know... No, it was, it, it,
1: it, it was college it, right away. But was, I know what you mean. The, the, them being in school was a very small portion of the...
0: Yeah, and even when it was school, thing. it was college. And you hardly... They were barely there. Yeah, they were barely there. And also, I don't think... Like, you hardly ever see shows, at least that I've seen, based on anybody over 18 in college. Uh, In anime, it's usually, you know, high school stuff. Or people already working in the whatever job that they have doing, you know, whatever part-time thing.
1: Yeah, it's always like... It's never the actual college life like i think the last time i saw that was tokyo ghoul and Kaneki was only in college for like a few days before everything you know before shit hit the fan Mm. it's just such an undone like an underdone like thing yeah it's like they're they're adults but they're not quite like you know in the working sector yet
0: yeah and uh like i never really thought about college life in japan like uh i i never went out of my way to think you know oh do they have school festivals in college also but you know, mm-hmm. it kinda makes sense if you want to get money for your the club that you're in. Yeah, for, you gotta have your Yeah, yeah. You, have, have, you have to you gotta get some bank in there. And yeah. you know, it, it just brought to light little things that I never really thought about because I had no reason to think about them. But when they whenever they did focus on like the little bit of school life, I was like, Oh, that's cool. I guess that's how it is over there, huh? Or yeah, was it's, a, it's an there.
1: interesting look at things.
0: Yeah. When they showed the little bits of, of Daikon uh that daikon animation i was like man this is pretty on the nose i like uh, you know they referenced real life stuff in general like actual magazines actual shows and uh that weren't even under gain they were just you know straight out saying them and uh, i'm pretty sure like back then it didn't really matter you know they didn't care about uh <laughs> doing the thing that they do now where they like a change a letter in the name or like censor out whatever show with like a little beep or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I'd never actually gone out of my way to watch the Daikon three and Daikon four, uh, intro animations. I just knew that they existed and they were always referenced in Gainax shows, like in the background, you know, the bunny Suit girl would always come out and, uh, I guess today was the first time I actually went out of my way to actually watch uh, both animations. Just because I was like, well, let's see. What was this? What is this? And I also didn't know that it was literally an intro for an anime convention. Or, you know, a sci-fi convention. Mm -hmm. Until I watched Mm it. And boy.
1: And now you know.
0: Is that some grandiose fucking anime intro for... For a convention,
1: uh just goes to show the passion that they have, you know? yeah,
0: and I mean, they went out of the way to tell you hey we've we made this all on a camera uh by ourselves. The actual thing was just made by like twelve people, Apparently, it wasn't even done until the day of the of the event, and mm-hmm. that's when they finally put everything together and just like you know slapped it on there jesus and if you if you watch the show or if you watch the uh animations, you might ask yourself, so did they get in trouble for you know selling these things with all this copyrighted stuff and uh the answer is yes, but they paid for it <laughs> they paid for their sins with the money they made by selling the videos, the cassettes, and I thought that was pretty cool, uh you know just finding that out. I didn't expect them. To go to space at the end like i could i could, i could accept them uh i could accept i could accept them getting old and you know having to this be honest, uh, i thought that they just they died
1: i'm pretty sure they well, died yeah, because like when they entered the elevator they were still you underwater know. and as they opened the doors uh, for the scene as they were being talked to through the cockpit they were still underwater and yeah. so when they also said it's okay to take your helmets off, I was like, they're dead. <laughs> and and like, I, and like, and even from like, I know most people would look at it and be like, it, it's just a fucking wacky ending. Don't look too far into it. But I'm pretty sure they died. I think I'm pretty sure that was what the message is supposed to be, because it's just very obvious. Like the it even gives like a hazy filter to everybody. And on top of that, all their friends are young again. I mean, come on, they're fucking dead.
2: Yeah, and when they're in their suit they were they were old but they, they were old
1: and they, I knew it was gonna happen. As helmet. soon as they took their helmet off, they became young again.
0: I get it, Mike. You're yep. you're on this yep. world famous podcast and you're you're a harsh <laughs> and very uh very detailed critic and look deep into everything. And uh I'm sure they're dead, but also I just thought it was cool. I didn't really no, think it, about oh. it. I've seen the Titanic <laughs> no, at the end. Have you? I haven't. Yeah. What happens at the end, Juan? Um, the old lady throws the diamond in the water. Oh, mm. so you are also a uh, a harsh critic. I see. Uh, your your head's grown big from being on this podcast for so long. Yeah, um, I also wear black turtlenecks and I criticize movies. Nice. I wish I could wear a turtleneck. I have no neck. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, mom. For some reason, I've been on a kick of watching just a bunch of older stuff. And I'm I'm kind of always on that kick, but I've actually gone out of my way to get a subscription to uh, Retro Crush just because they have so much old shit on there that I actually want to see. And uh, yeah, just kind of wanted to watch this just for funsies. It was
1: a fun watch.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was two 45-minute episodes Nothing bad. Retro Crush actually has it like um, as a movie, basically. Mm -hmm. Except they didn't take out the credits.
2: The credits were the first one.
0: Yeah. So you just kind of sit there after the first show. Yeah. The the credits roll and then the second show starts playing as like one long thing. But yeah. Uh, I guess we're going to get a bit more modern, maybe. In the uh next episode. We'll see how it goes. We're gonna watch Kill a Kill. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah, we're gonna uh
0: when was that? Twenty fourteen? Uh I'll look it up for you, Mike. You 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 tell me your feelings about Kill a Kill in the meantime.
2: Mm, it wasn't it can't be twenty fourteen cause it I would have been out of
0: college. It was 2013, 2013. it was twenty thirteen. Twenty 2014
1: Oh, okay that makes sense yeah, and- I uh I mean I I don't know should I shouldn't I save my thoughts for the next episode
0: yeah well i, I looked up the date so you don't okay, have to okay, worry about go. a thing yeah
1: we, we will discuss the show and yeah. I, I don't know I'll be re-watching it
0: and yeah. Frankie wants to to join yeah, yeah Frankie, Frankie wants to watch
1: it. kill the kill with us so that he can give his opinions yeah since- yeah, he, he, we he had choice. He it. had choice words for me last time we spoke about. <laughs> did, did he? He had choice words. Yeah, uh,
0: I I hope to hear these choice words because uh, yeah. I think I was in a, in another room.
1: I'll, uh, I'll eventually, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll probably have softened my opinion.
0: Yeah, probably uh, over the years. And you after know, a
1: rewatch, but you know, it's, I'm still going to say things to anger him.
0: Yeah, you you got to <laughs> give the people some quality content, Mike. Otherwise, what are you doing?
1: Yeah, we I mean if we have two spurgs in the uh, you know in the <laughs> in the call, we have to we have to have some freak out happening, you know? Yeah,
0: you just... My, much like the the that guy that was just curious about, you know, whatever was going on and the guy that spurged out. We need somebody to spurge out. Yes. Yeah. Alright. Uh you guys have any last words about Otaku no video?
1: Um, no. I mean it was an interesting watch. Um it was funny how it kind of like teetered between um, reality and fiction in in a lot of senses, and how even things back then in the early '90s is still holding true to this day. Which is, you know, uh, fucking otaku elitism. Yeah, That's still that is still a staple of our of our community, regardless of what people want to say or how they try to word it. It's just how we are. I wouldn't yeah. label it as toxic, but I also wouldn't label us as a fun loving you know all-inclusive group like people like to pretend we are
2: yeah
0: mm-hmm. we we love to hold our uh, communities yeah. yeah and I'm not like letting, letting you into my friend group
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean need monkeys fear
0: yeah and uh and it, it's a nice little time capsule if you're curious about how things yeah. went like uh the mid 80s to like early 1990s. Or literally from, I guess, 1981 to 1991 and what was popular around then. And uh, if you're looking for a show with a story, I guess don't really. Like if you're looking for something full of action and extreme drama, you know, this isn't the show for you. If you're just no, feel you like old same. shit and you're really curious about it. I'd say this is such. a
1: nostalgia trip in a lot of ways for people. Yeah.
0: Yeah. A lot of people are just like reminiscing.
1: Yeah. So th- that's really what this is for. This is for the, um, just people interested in things like that and also like the super OG, like otakus.
0: Yeah. I actually wanted to like, um, talk about it. Uh, I, w- I was thinking about having like Greg from Wushikan on maybe, but mm. it also. It was probably going to be like a super last-minute thing and hard to actually arrange. Yeah, and,
1: considering you know, yeah. I'm sure they're still busy despite the current situation.
0: Yeah, I might go out of my way to interview um, another one of the people that's like in charge of it. The the girl that's usually there, Brandy, like mm-hmm. the one the short one with like the the short red hair. Yeah, yeah, but we'll see if that happens because I'm genuinely curious about how like what are they doing what's going on yeah yeah. that
1: too I'd like to I'd like to hear about that
0: yeah but alrighty that's that this is this uh guess we'll see you guys in uh I don't know when do you guys want to record kill the kill
1: I I don't I mean if you want to go for the two week schedule then yeah
0: and we technically we can do it in three weeks I could just put this episode out next week it's Uh, up to
1: you I mean we're gonna cut this part, I'm assuming.
0: Nah. But uh we'll leave yeah, it. Yeah,
1: I'm uh I'm fine for whenever you wanna actually do it.
0: Alright. Then we'll see you guys whenever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> say bye everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Yeah.
2: There you go makes travesty depravity derived from tragedy why can't i just stop this loud incongruous song or rhapsody the blasphemy happily makes travesty depravity derived from tragedy cryptic mentality uppercut him like a fatality creating reality enigmatic actuality cryptic mentality uppercut him like a fatality creating reality enigmatic actuality Get red! I gotta get a little mad.